Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. The NFL season is in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. I love Bet Online. I use it all the time. It is my favorite betting website. They're just the cream of the crop. Ride with Razzie is doing great. We went one, one, and one last week. You can thank Nick Chubb for the one loss. This week, we got new picks. We got KC at minus seven. Alan's not going to be too happy about that one. We got the Colts at minus two, and we got the Bengals at plus two. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today. Throw me the ball and watch what I do with it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> we got Bow Wow in the house. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Believe in the Long Ball podcast with your hosts, Alan Styles and Orlando Razzo. You know where to find us, everywhere you find great podcasts. While you're there, rate us. Give us five stars if you like us. If you don't like us, don't give us five stars, but at least let us know why. We got a barn burner today. We're collaborating, coming together as one to talk about our favorite baseball movies. Orlando, give them the rundown. It's a very special day. I'm I'm trying to hold it together because of the Clay Thompson news. Um, You know, that was a bombshell. Uh, First things first, we want to give a quick shout out to uh, Kim Ang of the Marlins. Huge for baseball. Um, You know, we, we, we like to give baseball a lot of crap, but... Um, that's just a, an awesome milestone and, and hopefully there, it paves the way for, for more and more females to, uh, to get these type of jobs in sports. So that being said, we have a very special guest to help us break down the top five baseball movies, Embrace Debate. It's also our first ever recurring guest, and that is Colin Thoreau of the Oakland Athletics. Colin, we... Uh, we really appreciate it, and you know, thank you for coming on, taking the time. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's an honor. I mean, talk about milestones to be the first uh, reoccurring guest on, you know, a podcast like this. Yeah, yeah, with my boy O, my boy Alan. I mean, it's just I've been, I've been, Alan. I don't know if Orlando told you, I've been kind of poking him a little bit, being like, you know, what's a guy got to do to get back on the podcast? But no. you know, here we are. And it was, he was saving a good one for me. Yeah. You know, you know uh, persistence is the key. That's what they say. Yeah. That's what they say. I do before we, um, and we know Colin, you're a player, so you don't have to necessarily speak on this if you feel like it or whatever. It's nothing bad, but Orlando, I mean, they kind of went under the radar with everything going on with the NBA draft. That uh, little shoulder 
shoulder bang from Cody Bellinger actually ended up in surgery. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't see how that. Crazy yeah. Is that. Yeah. How crazy yeah. is that? Well, he did separate it. So when you do separate your shoulder, you more than likely tear your labrum. Is that, I mean, I'm not uh, a doctor, but I think, I think that's yeah. the case. Or like sometimes they have torn ligaments. He played though. Yeah. I'm yeah. trying to remember how he did in the World Series. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure he had a pretty good World Series. Right. I'm pretty sure he had some bombs. I mean, it, it's, it's stupid and impressive all at the same time, which is Cody Bellinger. So it's like right on brand. Uh, yeah. But I had to, I, I couldn't let that pass because I'm looking at the ticker and I was like, wait, what? And of course it's baseball offseason. So nobody's talking about it. Yeah. I'm just like, okay. Like he had surgery because of a celebration. Like, great. Well, yeah. to, think if that happens to me, I am not going to be the guy who goes down in history is I missed the end of like a really, really good world series as a critical player because I blew my shoulder out because I'm right. finishing it. Put as much cortisone as you need. Yes. Whatever we need. I'll take care of it in seven days when the series is over, but I'm not going to be on ESPN 60 for the rest of my life because of, of that. Well, if any, yeah. You're a guy that hits dongs. So does that kind of, are, are you going to kind of be cautious now? Because you strike <laughs> me as a guy that really likes to get in there with the forearm. I can see that. Something, I can see that. Something, uh, I, bro, I've like. had, see, I'm the guy who always, I bear the brunt on the receiving end of stuff like that mm. like right. i get you're a big crushed. guy you you're the anchor you're the anchor yeah like i i remember in college i was just i was a uh, shout out michael mertz i was just in his wedding one of my college teammates he uh closed out one of our bedlam games against oklahoma and uh you know i go to meet him on the mound and we go high five and i'm not kidding like it gives me chills thinking about how hard he slapped my hand for that high five like tingling in the ice tub after the game. But I, I just, I can't tell you how many times I'm like, I knew that this dude was going to blast me with a high five, right. a forearm shiver, football, like the helmet smash. I get crushed. Every I'm day. a big, I'm a big blaster. Uh, I, <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. So anyway, I'm a big blaster. Um, there was, we were playing the Lincoln Potters this past last summer. And I was the pitching coach for the uh, for the Puff Caps. And th this kid, Joseph King, he was really good at Cal his freshman year. Throws cheese. Actually, Woodside High School guy. And he had a big strikeout. And I just, you know, it, it came over me. And I just gave him kind of a firm headbutt to the chest. Um, in baseball? In, in, in celebration. Yeah, it was just kind of like a heat of the moment thing. I was really fired up and happy yeah. for him. And I just kind of, it, it, I blacked out a little bit. But Blackout. for the rest of your life, it's gonna there's gonna be something in the back of your head in big moments to you're gonna be wary. Yeah, because that's, that's me. Every time I, there's a big moment and a big celebration, I'm like, I'm not getting my foot stepped on by cleats. I'm not getting a forearm shiver. I'm not. I am the big like in the dog pile. I'm a big rib shot guy though. I throw <laughs> a lot of on the walk off and stuff. I'm ripping jerseys. I'm stripping guys. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. And throwing rib shots. If I'm, I want, I want them pissing blood. If I'm Cody <laughs> and if it was actually that bad, which I can't tell whether it was or not, or that's what they say, right? You can mm -hmm. play certain play through certain injuries. You don't just get but, surgery though for no reason. But that's what I'm saying. Like I would have had to purposely slide into first base and be like, ah, I dislocated it doing yeah, yeah. that, not the celebration, which right. is why I got to come out. So I, I would have had to finagle something else, but 
100%. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I, I couldn't let this episode go by without without speaking on that. But let's get to the main event. Let's get to the, the main entree. I say <laughs> we start with the uh, the guests first, right, Orlando? Okay. I know Orlando wants to go last. I know that. Are so, we going by one or are we going straight with? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I say we, we go by one. So I think we could go, if you have an honorable mention, say mm. your honorable mentions, however many you have. Group them. And group then, them. Group them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you'll go with number five. Gotcha. Alan gotcha. will go with number five. I'll go with my number five. And then okay. we'll discuss. And okay. then we can embrace debate. Okay. Wow, that's hard because I hadn't even really decided on my number five. I, got, I have... I have 10 right here. Wow. Oh, shit. Just let, it, let it rip. Let it rip. <laughs> Are we going honorable mentions first? Yeah. Honorable yeah mentions. Say all your honorable your mentions. Five. Okay. My honorable mentions, Mr. 3000, <sighs> T-Rex Panda Baker. He, he just, he got me going. Yeah. Yes. RIP, by the way. Who would have thought Bernie <laughs> Mac was doing a baseball movie? Uh, swing. Number two, which by the way, oh, I this was my pick for in your top three bench warmers. Bench warmers. Okay. I'm not giving shit my, away. Um hardball. Mm. And I'll go a league of their own. League of their own just missed top five. Right. Wow. Now what's game. your fifth? What's that? What's your number five? My five? I'll go I'll go major league. Okay. Okay. Major right. League. Wow. Wow. Like, that's... OG, OG Major League. Yeah. Right. Number one. Number yeah. one. Okay. Wow. That's a little low for my taste, but okay. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Well, just save it. Just save it. Okay. Save it. So I'm going for my honorable mention A League of Their Own, mm-hmm. Moneyball, Oof. The Rookie. And look, this gets a bad rap, but Angels in the Outfield isn't that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that no. bad. All right. All star cast. That's my honorable mention. And then five is hardball. Okay. All right. Well, I, I do love hardball, by the way. Um, I'm going to start that off with that is in my honorable mention. Mm. Uh, I mean, mm. John Wick. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's a phenomenal, but Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan's right. in there. Wow. Um, it, it's got a lot of, of cool names um, that you see that that just blossomed. Bow Wow. Well, I mean, I mean how, well, here's the thing. The song, this theme this song. Is the, the theme song. The theme oh. song of the podcast is the hardball song. And you left it out. Cheers. And I left it out. Oh. Cheers to that. Um, I got Bull Durham in my honorable mentions as well. I have the bench warmers. So Colin was wrong. All right. All right. Um, I have... A League of Their Own. Did I already say a League of Their Own? No. And I have the Sandlot in my honorable mentions. You're such a devil's advocate. It's like, not. It's not a contrarian guy. Yeah, you're it's just not. trying to get. You're trying. He's it's trying not. to get a, a rise out of us. That's not a Kendrick Perkins, Skip Bayless hot take. It, it really isn't. Uh, Gary I'm take. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out the funniest guy on Twitter. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know, man. And, and then number five is for me is rookie of the year. Okay. I love rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. I, can I ask what your beef is with the Sandlot? Have you seen it too many times? I don't have a beef with the Sandlot. I think it's a fine movie. I just have a different criteria for baseball movies. Orlando like, has uh, the Sandlot 2 in his top five. 
Yeah, I mean, it was, the one that was yeah. on like ABC. For me, family. I almost the Sandlot almost lost like or it almost lost points for me because of the sequels. And then them trying yeah, to no, like that, no, that doesn't that doesn't make they're the 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 they're separate to me. First of all, they were so far apart. Yeah, no, so I'll that's it. why it, it's separate to me. But like Lion King, well, like Aladdin two. Th- those There's were no Aladdin two. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, Aladdin. Didn't know, I, I had no idea. Yeah, there was yeah no Aladdin I mean, two. Aladdin two. Damn, that, should, that well, shouldn't that should change good. your judgment of the Sandlot, though, Colin. No, I know, I know, but it, it was. I'm passionate about how bad those movies and unnecessary they were. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. It hurts but, me. But I don't really have a beef with it. I think it's a fine movie, but I think it's more of a kids' movie where they just play baseball. Like I, I find the plot of Rookie of the Year. The fact that Rookie of the Year. I mean, there's just a lot of. There's a lot more funny parts too in my in my mind. Like the fact 100%, 100%. that the steroid guy on the Mets is like telling this 12-year-old, like, this one's from your mom. Yeah. And he takes him deep. Rookie of the Year is incredible. But I will say I actually did leave out um an honorable mention. Little big league. Shout out Lorenzo Razo. I left that out. And then there's one more that I had that just slipped my mind, but uh, can I can I ask, like, do you have a specific criteria that you're basing these movies off of, or is it 100%. personal enjoyment? Like, see, because like for me, the Sandlot is it's like everybody relates to the Sandlot. There, it was such a re- it was a relatable movie. But other baseball movies for me, even if they're like realistic, like Moneyball, obviously it's the baseball being played is so bad that it just, it drives me absolutely. I think, I think, I think Colin, you're completely correct because Sandlot just kept it simple and it was such a microcosm of so many kids, you know, or, or so many people, their childhood, or if you were a kid, when you were watching it, what you were living through, like me personally, I never played pickup baseball, but that didn't matter because when I watched it, yeah. I, I felt like I did. I played little league, right? Like from the right. time I was six, seven, just like you guys did too. And the thing that I think is so cool about it is that it wasn't some unrealistic thing where they all go to the pros. One guy went to the pros. You yeah. know how many guys that I played little league with went to the pros? Maybe two, but by the, like per capita, they per only cap- had seven kids in their group. Yeah. I had about, you know, 25, maybe 50 kids that I played with in little league that I remember by name. And about right. two or three of them have gotten a swing or an inning in the big leagues. So it's right. super realistic. Everybody. And then the other, the main guy, I think, becomes the announcer. So, of course, yeah. I like that part. Well, it, it's just it's realistic like, to me. Yeah. And at the end, they all like it kind of says that, you know, he had 30 kids with Wendy Peppercorn. He did this. It's uh, just this a hometown. Started a know? business. You know, it's a like, feel good. It's a feel good flick. And I honestly thought, you know, obviously Benny, the jet was a stud, but I thought the pitcher had some pretty high upside too. I, <laughs> oh, I, you like, I was hoping that. he was going to get, rec- dude, he had good motion. He had good that arm action. drafted out of high school. Off yeah, right. 100%. He might've just not made it, you know, that's true. Damn. What's his name in the movie? I don't know, but I do have one bombshell to drop about the Sandlot. And I texted you about it last night, Colin, so me being the aspiring, you know, huge journalist um, that I am, I was looking it up on the, the PDF of WIC. And, 
you know, I stumbled across Hamilton, the Babe Porter's Wikipedia page. Not only is he in the big green, which by the way, if we're ranking soccer movies, that's number one. I don't, yeah, but, that, that's the only one I have in, in. I mean, bend it like Beckham. Like okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> bend yeah, it like Beckham. One and one. I think it's, yeah, so there's two soccer movies. Um, but he's a Scientologist. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. So Hamilton, the Babe Porter is a Scientologist. I think he probably did it for some clout. Maybe get, you know, in a director's, you know, Scientology class and yeah. bend his ear a little bit. A couple well, more you, roles. Do you think he was a Scientologist in the Sandlot is what I am no, wondering. No, no, you know what no, I'm no, saying? No, no. So it was a while after he was I radicalized. Think, I think after the success of the Sandlot, he got Tom Cruise reached out and yes. brought him in to the celebrity you look like a guy yeah (laughs) you look like our guy (laughs) who's who's had a worse trajectory ham porter or uh goldberg who's goldberg Goldberg. from mighty ducks based on the pictures oh oh, yeah yeah because i mean like some stuff scientology like stops by the way goalies and catchers we got it hard man you know yeah you better watch out on your shoulders (laughs) a lot on your shoulders (laughs) i want a beeline for the bottom honestly though like i'm not trying to say scientology is not bad i'm sure it's horrible but they got some some serious they got some yeah they got some clout dude they do all right let's go number four okay (laughs) Uh, number four, I mean, I, I know I'm a little biased. I know it's a little close to home, but I'm going, I'm going Moneyball. I think it's uh, a great, even, you know, my girlfriend's roommate, she's not, you know, the biggest baseball fan in the world, but she just, uh, you know, during these months of quarantine stumbled upon Moneyball on Netflix and she said she loved it. Right. And, you know, the ability to take a not, uh, you know, not avid baseball fan and, and put that twist on it of the analytics and the grow, you know, changing of the game and a different look on it and still make it enjoyable as well as informational. I think that's, that's huge right there. Phenomenal you know? screenplay too. Oh, I mean, just great dialogue. You know Brad Pitt. You kidding me? Yeah. Anytime you get Brad and Jonah, like it's, yeah. it's a wrap off the charts. So I'm going major league and I don't know if this is part of the rules or not, but I'm doing it anyway, because we make the rules. I'm just going the major league franchise, just everything. Okay. Everything. OG, because like coming back from the first movie and, you know, uh, Willie Mays Hayes wants to hit bombs that hit so close to home for me. It was just amazing. <laughs> like doing the push-ups for pop-ups. Like that's perfect. That's perfect. They so, do a really good sequel though. They did a good job. Yes, of- exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm going major league, um, at, at four. Okay. I like that. Uh, I'm going to go and, and for my four through two, I would say like, it was really close. I'm going to go with little big league. Um, because like I said, there's a criteria and Colin alluded to it with the quality of baseball. That's the best quality of baseball that you're going to see in any baseball movie, because I mean, you got Griffey, you got Randy Johnson, you got Rafael Palmero, shout out Viagra. I mean, you, you just got stars all over the place. And then just some of the 12 year old manager that benches his star player because he's banging his mom is it's just an all time move as a, as a 12 year old manager to do. And he invented the shifts. Invented the shifts. (laughs) Play that way. And just, yeah. Yeah, I mean the trick play and then Griffey, like making that catch 
at the end uh, is just is spectacular. There's the one-liners too, where they're trying to solve the math problem before the big game. Yeah, yeah. And they're oh, like, the "What color paint?" Game. Yeah, what color paint? So I, I love I love the dialogue in that. It's very baseball. Um, the characters in that you got like the the disheveled starting pitcher that thinks he's the shit. You got the weird reliever that just yeah. throws in the fattest hammers. They got like um, the Asian dude, right? Don't they? I think. Do they have an Asian guy? It might have been before movies started to be, you know, very, very diverse and exclusive. So, but Chris Berman, Chris Berman's in it too. Yeah. So, Colin, I have a question, or not really, I don't know if it's a question or more of a statement. Moneyball, the reason you put it in is part of the reason I didn't have it in. Like, Moneyball to me is less of a pure baseball movie and, and more of just a really good movie like yeah. the baseball and i know there's plenty of baseball being played and the whole premise is about baseball but to me it just struck me more as a really good movie than like a baseball movie so the same reason you are putting it in because it does get people to watch that probably wouldn't typically watch that's mm-hmm. why i was like you know what this could get honorable mention but for the the, the purest in me isn't gonna have it in yeah. Um, and I don't know if maybe Brad Pitt works against that too, because it's like, oh, I want to watch Brad Pitt. So I, I, I respect I, I get choice. it. No, I totally get it. And also for me, it's like getting to uh, like watch it now mm-hmm. and like the grumpy old scout, Grady Fuson. Right. Like, love Grady Fuson. That's my guy, but he's a grumpy dude. Right. Love him. But like that's like, and they portray that great in the movie and just like, you know when he points to uh like the little asian dude he's like you ever uh you ever scouted before he's like no he's like you're the new head of scouting like our head of scouting is a little asian dude right i love uh, I, I feel it i love the when they're like in the round table talking about how they're gonna p- replace giambi yeah and it's just like that's exactly how it is where they're like ah ugly girlfriend confidence isn't high it's like that's exactly how the I, logic I, the which is crazy which is crazy. Use. like that's a real yeah. fucking thing yeah he's he's not confident he's got an ugly girlfriend i was telling i was telling my girlfriend that like recently like about how like the old adages of scouting and baseball and old school and this and that yeah and, and just the insight right it's like you're like hey we got to replace 30 home runs and 110 rbis you know and the a's are like okay well we're gonna get two players to do that you know when we combine mm-hmm. or the obp you know and it's right. just I, I i totally understand your your take no 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 yeah yeah i just so what do we even think like we're so far past when we talk about analytics and things like that the idea of Moneyball, where does that lie now in baseball is it just kind of baked in like are there any teams i guess i would say what's a good comparison so i would say like the rays or the new money ball where they do it from a development standpoint mm-hmm. where they go they like might see a minor league pitcher's you know spin rates and this and that and his arm arm slot and they go oh we can work with that right you know we know how to help him hone that whereas he might be on the back burner you know for some other team wasting away in high A and they're like, no, no, no. Like this guy can work in the big right. league. You know, well, they said that about a Rosarena. They were like, we've had our eye on him for years. Wow. Like they've yeah. been scouting him for years. Like that's who they wanted. That was yeah. their guy. Well, it really seems like it depends him. on what you're choosing to deem as uh, to deem as 
something that points towards the ceiling, right? So maybe the numbers don't look good. And I think they said that about one of the raised pitchers, or maybe it was, I think it was a uh, Fromble, fr- uh, Fran, Framber, Framber, Framber on, um, on the Astros, because it was like, Hey, the, it doesn't look like he's not really producing the way, but we see something in him. We're not necessarily going to give up on him. Whereas other teams might have because he's not producing. So right. I think it's more, uh, dynamic now well and finding value in 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 like he might like framber like you know let's say his his curveball spin rate or mm-hmm. whatever or like let's say yeah his curveball spin rate's off the charts and but he has trouble throwing strikes so they're like hey let's help him home the curveball and then he just takes off because his curveball's off the charts whereas the other teams just see oh, he walks everybody, oh, he doesn't throw strikes. And then they're like, no, 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 he has this one elite pitch, like we could take off with that. You know, I think it's, right. they find value in things that are like kind of under the surface maybe. Yeah. No, well, no, you're think, right. Yeah. That's Go what ahead. Chandler, shout out Chandler Rome. Uh, he was our interview last week. He, literally those exact words about the curveball. He mm-hmm. said, Mike Trout said that that's the best curveball he's ever seen. Really? So they're like, oh shit, we got to hold on to this guy. <laughs> Mike right. Trout's saying this is the best curveball he's ever seen. Like we got to hone that in. Right. hundred percent. And it, and it's not just to the naked eye, right? It, it, anymore. It's not like, wow, you know, he's got that crack of the bat that you hear uh, with Giambi or Bonds, whatever. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. Like we could see his exit velocities. We could see his spray chart. We could see, you know, his hot zones and, you know, it's just, it's different. Right. It's kind of interesting how that it's still around, but yeah, it, the, the throwback of, when we heard the ball off his bat, everyone just turned. And it's like yeah. always gets more ridiculous. It's like my buddy was in a different state. And when he swung the bat, he texted me and said, I heard that swing from the from, from batting practice. You got to keep this guy. It's just, it's just so ridiculous sometimes. Yeah. 100%. All, All right. right. Number three. Number, Number three, my lord. Number three, my lord. Number three, my lord. I'm going rookie of the year. Like I'm going that. rookie of the year. I completely agree. This the storyline, the little one-liners, um, yeah, off the charts. And I, Chet I think Stedman time, guy. Oh, huge Chet Stedman guy, salty vet. What's the coach, the pitching coach's name? That dude's Brigma. Yeah. Brigma. He's yeah. like, oh, hot eyes, hot eyes. <laughs> but, yeah, rookie. And then every kid's dream, right? Like just somehow you're playing in the big leagues at 12 and shoving it. One pitch guy. One pitch guy too, the heater. <laughs> Well, he Made does. It. He develops that second pitch, uh, yeah. in, at the very end, where it's you know the the ephus. Yeah. Um, and just I, overcoming adversity, you know, with right. when when his arm breaks again and it doesn't work, he figures it out. It's great. Does does like Mike get made if Ricky of the Year never get got made? That's a great question. That is true. Holy shit! I love like Mike. Um, I don't. Uh, maybe because Bow Wow's just that he was just that dude. They, they would have found, <laughs> found a version of a version of something. <laughs> they would have done something. So rookie of the year came first. Way yeah, way first. Way the underrated too is the the guy from Home Alone. That's the announcer in Rookie of the Year right. too. That guy's awesome. He's great. I can't think of who it is. And just I, like how, at, like outrageous <laughs> like the 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 antagonist of the white Sox. he just 
the Mets. Yeah, or the Mets, and he's just no, like he's on a couple different teams. Yeah, he's he's like, like, yeah, he got like got traded, but he's like he's turning his hands, and you're just like hearing the wood. And at that point, none of us had used a wood bat before, and I'm just like, yo, how is he doing this? Like, just whacking. Right. It was right in the middle of the steroid like, era, or like right at the start of the steroid era too. You're like, "How's this guy so big?" Like, no, right. <laughs> this yeah. guy's been never lifting. seen, never seen pine tar before. I'm just like, "What is going on here?" And then um, the stepdad, just total baseball dad. Yeah. Oh, good doucher. <laughs> You've been sold to the Yankees. So also, um, uh, another great. Sorry, my last little no, uh, memory of rookie of the year is the that the is manager. Fine. The manager just can't get his name right. He's like. Rodenspieler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rosenbaga. <laughs> That's oh. great. So, I'll, let, yeah. I'll let one of those rip every once in a while. My three yeah, is here, um, three. Mr. 3000. And obviously, you know, got to take it there just being, a, you know, a, and I think that came out, I think I was probably in middle school. I don't think I was yeah. like that young. I have to I got to pour up. some out for Bernie Mac. Pour some out for Bernie Mac. And to be honest, you know, uh, it it was a movie that, like we alluded to earlier, kind of came out of nowhere. No, but as a black kid, uh, you know, seeing a movie about not about black people playing baseball, but with the you know the protagonist being black, both being black, and seeing yeah. their interaction and and it was just like pretty well done, right? It wasn't ridiculously well done, but it was done well. There's worse baseball out there, worse base sports movies, period, out there. Right. So that that's number three for me. And it was just entertaining. And Bernie Mac is was hilarious. Uh, so that's number three for me. Uh, you know, I'm just keeping it. Bernie Mac there. has a pretty good swing. And I love that he hits the guy yeah. in the nuts for his like 2,997th hit. Right. He just yeah. drills the guy in the dick. Do you do you think it would have been better? Are you okay with him not getting 3,000 hits? And spoiler alert to someone who didn't see it that's listening, you, you waited too long. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good twist on it. And it's more, it, it's right. It's like, it's not about the 3,000 anymore. It's about, you know, like his growth and development and realizing it's not about all about 3,000, right? I'm not, his identity wasn't in him getting 3,000 hits. Right. You know. Wow! Look at you. That's just film critic character yeah. arc. That was so that's deep. That was coming so full circle right there. I yeah. wonder. I wonder if Bernie, you know, like a, like a Charlie Sheen or a Kevin Costner, if he's like a big baseball dude or was. Sorry, if he was yeah, a big I don't baseball know. dude. Because like I used to his swing. You know, had a little something. Right. He did. He did. Um, like I know Charlie Sheen took pitching lessons for major league. Like he wanted to look legit didn't like, he throw pretty hard like yeah, actually like he, through like 80s yeah he's a huge baseball guy yeah he's a huge a lot of things yeah uh <laughs> give us your number three orlando uh so for my number three my lord i did have you guys ever seen the movie everybody wants some i watched the trailer today and i didn't see them on a baseball field i saw them on a baseball field once and they were hitting uh the freshmen they had the freshmen taped to a fence hitting when hitting them with baseball bats you guys that's like the college version version of the sandlot and it is honestly it's one of the funniest movies like one of the funnier movies i've ever seen that's Do my they number play three baseball i didn't see them on the field they wa- they play a little it's about a college baseball team i know it's about a college baseball team i saw them doing the college part of it. I just didn't see them doing the baseball part. So they do. There's a few baseball scenes. So that makes it immediately makes it a baseball. And you don't like, have how many Sandlot, baseball? 
No, no, no. How many this baseball? is the most egregious thing I've ever heard. You don't have Sandlot in your top five, but you have a, a movie with three baseball scenes in your top in, in your top three. So let me go in with your this. top three. The characters in Everybody Wants Some, I like a lot more and are closer to me than the characters. <laughs> in you can the relate Sandlot. to them because they're getting hammered in college that's not even it like it's the stereotype of each team so you have the stoner from san Luis obispo and there's just a scene where the it, no joke goes on for like 10 minutes where everyone's just chiefing in this band and then it turns out spoiler alert sorry you guys just watch the fucking movie but spoiler alert this guy just turns out to be ineligible so like they come and get him mid practice. They're just like, and he just tosses the guy the glove. He's like, ah, here for a good time, not a long time, and like he just leaves. And wow. then you got the the JUCO, or he's like this big time recruit who pitcher who just thinks mm. he's the shit, and he's like an angry drunk, and like it's just hilarious. Like everything about that movie is like genius. Okay, sure, I, I I hear you on the relatable aspect of it but man that is i'm gonna I, I mean where did you watch this i've never heard of it i watched it in college like it i saw the preview for it when i was in college and then i didn't really know much about it and then one night like we we're watching a movie at, at one of our houses and they're like yeah everybody wants it i was like oh oh yeah i've seen the trailer for this and it just i've seen it like three times it's an awesome movie i recommend it i mean i need to watch this it, it looks like it like I need, a yeah i need to watch it just to see baseball right you guys should yeah you guys should definitely my argument baseball. isn't that it's not a but good I, movie you know, i my like argument I is like, the baseball part of it but i get that that it's like a, a it's a the relatable like college baseball experience it or at sounds least like pretty niche it. it sounds and pretty niche i had like, sandlot, we it's not it, like i'm like uh like, oh, fuck the sandlot I had that in my honorable mentions because you had to, you didn't even <laughs> want to put it there. No, I get it. I get it. I yeah. Get so it. that's my number three. Let's uh, all right. We're getting, we're getting the silver and gold medalists here. Okay. My number two, which the older I get, it, it gets interchangeable. Number one, but bull Durham. Mm. Um, I think just, you know, going again off the, the niche, but I think the best look into minor league lifestyle, obviously much better now, but yeah, I mean, the daily grind, you know, the guys overcoming uh, the yips and, you know, the mental and, and the guy, you know, I've seen guys damn near sacrifice chickens and, you know, guys, you got, you got the religious, it's like you said, it's the, uh, the stereotypes of each team they nail it it's perfect and then i saw um you know trevor bauer he did like the, he does those round tables i don't know if you if you've seen those yeah the were they like stuff. yeah were they like had, drink wine and yeah <laughs> like, he had like the bull durham director who by the way played minor league baseball and is telling all these great stories and he goes yeah a lot, a lot of those stories like were from my experience like the turning the sprinklers on 100 real he was like, yeah, you know, uh, my team, the other team, we all showed up and, you know, they're like, hey, we heard you guys did the sprinkler thing at, you know, so-and-so's field. Do you want to do it here? Like they, they didn't want to play the double header the next day and they were all just boozing and, and smoking pot, as he said, and just had a great old time while they're flooding the field. And I just thought that was top notch, like a real, it, it, like I said, it's, it's the best look, I think, into the, the minor league life. It's 
think, some of those one-liners too are great like the the strike what is it the strikeouts are uh not democratic or yeah and, yeah. and, and, and going out and he's like, man, he hit that thing. Like he knew it was coming. He's like, well, he did. I told him, and <laughs> just, you know, I, I, I think it, it's just, it's perfect. I, I think I relate to, you know, the salty vet catcher and right. dealing with the hot shot pitcher and I'm trying to mold him and, you know, he doesn't grasp it, but then he does. And, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, it's obviously a little bit hits home for me, but I think it's, if you want the best look into that minor league life, I think that's it. Yeah, you and you and Costner, same guy. Yeah. Same guy. Uh, what, what do you got? Yeah, you no, got that's a great call, Colin. I'm going pretty boring here uh, just because it's been said already. But Ricky of the Year for my number two, it just it shaped my youth a lot. I had, I mean, my rotation was Ricky of the Year, Mighty Ducks, Big Green, just on a loop, on a loop. So yeah. Ricky of the Year was just again, like we talked about super relatable. My dad is actually from Chicago. Not that he cares at all about either Chicago baseball team, but it was still pretty cool. Still pretty cool. So, and I think it was just hilarious how they were in the big leagues, but he just would like go to school and, and nobody really, like everyone knew, but didn't really knew. He's like, Oh, I got to walk to my game. Like, like, (laughs) Like, got a big game today. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I have, I have a note like for my teacher, like I have to go. Yeah. Uh, We could talk about that at each step. Like, we don't even talk about the training staff for the Cubs. Every time Chet Stedman throws a pitch, he's like wincing in pain. Maybe someone could check on his arm. Maybe we should get him like an MRI or something like that. It's just like, no, like Chet Stedman's good to go. All the, all the parents that were watching this when, like when everybody was kids, that's when they grew up and they were like, Oh no, kids are too soft these days. You're fine. Just stay out there. Like if Chet Sediment can stay out there, oh you can God. stay out there too. He can't that even flip so- the ball in the last <laughs> play of, the game of his career. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, what does he, he does like a diving play at the plate, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, like grabs his glove and makes a great tag. No, I'm uh, the, the one line that just uh, comes back in my head over and over again. It's just, Mommy, mommy, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like doing the crying eyes, yeah. like, <laughs> I think it's like I'm surprised also, no one stepped in on the Cubs. Like, well, why I, didn't anyone just I, step yeah. in and like? I, your I, ace is getting getting just demoralized. <laughs> but I think it also is a look into baseball because I've said this multiple times especially in this new age with the bat flipping and, you know, people do stuff at second base that there are actually no rules implemented as to what you can't do. Like while you're on the base pass or like on the field, there's no technical fouls. Like you could be as ridiculous as you want. Like someone can do all of the things that we saw and there might be a fight or you might get thrown at, but as far as the rules are concerned, you did nothing wrong. So it's like yeah. maybe baseball has a problem with these unwritten these unwritten rules because there are no rules. You could do anything. You could do comp- like literally anything. Like so you could break the into second base if you wanted, and nobody and there was nothing anyone could say. That is that true. is that that's is very point. true. That's very I also, true. I don't think I'm I'm I'm, I'm taking that dude down if he is running around the bases <laughs> like that. If he took my pitcher deep. I'm he he free reign. There's yeah. also no one on the Cubs that was nearly as big as that guy. That guy's the biggest guy I think that's ever played baseball. Ever. <laughs> um, for my number two, and th- th- this is honestly what separated number two from number four. Uh, my number two is Moneyball. 
Mm. And it's strictly because of that what song. Was your number four again? My number four was Little Big League. Number three was Everybody Wants Some. Number two is Moneyball because I'm just a little bit caught in the middle. You know, life is a maze. <laughs> Love is a riddle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I listen to that song all the time. I love it. I love it. It's feel good. Um, and yeah, like you said, it's just, it's very relatable because I'm, I'm very observant and analytical in the game. So I just related to it a lot more with, with that type of, of, I guess, plot line. And, and I was also really interested. Also, let's not act like that team wasn't fucking loaded. Loaded. they were loaded. Tahada, that was that Tahada's MVP year. Pretty sure they might. They had the MVP. They don't even say that in the movie. They had yeah. the the big three pitching staff. Right. Um, yeah. I Mulder, mean, Hudson. Right. So it doesn't say how how loaded that team was. They probably should have won the World Series. Um, but yeah, Moneyball's number two because that. I mean, that song, man. Uh, it's just feel good. It, it brings good vibes. I, I should probably listen to it after this to make me in a better mood because of clay that's a good call that's a good call and you know we like we said no one is disputing that it's not an amazing movie it is that's you would be you would be crazy to to say that it's not so i got i got i got nothing for you all right the finale baby let's get to it (laughs) number one i wish i had a a little more, you know, spice to this one, but it's, it's the Sandlot for me. Mm, yeah. It is. It's, I watched it a zillion times as a kid. Anytime it's on TV now, I watch it. I suggest not watching it with me because I just quote every single line that's coming through. I think crazy quotable. Um, I think not necessarily relatable, right? Like we didn't all go to the fair and, right. you know, throw up and, but like you, you just, you imagine yourself in those roles, like taking chews with the boys and doing things you're not supposed to do. And then, I don't know. I just, it's such a, uh, I don't know. It's like a nostalgic movie it, and it, it's, it's realistic. It's relatable. And just, yeah, I think as a kid, as a baseball kid, you like imagine yourself in those scenarios, running away from the dog, getting PF flyers, you know, mm-hmm. like. Have you guys ever I, had PF flyers? Oh yeah. No. No, I did not. Wow. That's sick. I want to get a pair. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's uh, especially, dude, the the line where they play the, the team, like, mm-hmm. and they're just trading insults oh. back. Like, that's a, what, a top three baseball scene of all time. Well, and you talk about the, yeah, you talk about the drip, that other team, those, those, what, like varsity jackets in like fourth grade? Like they were dripping. Right. <laughs> they were that team, that rich ass team, <laughs> yeah. that travel that Hillsboro, team. Bro. Hillsborough Little League. But they were good. Yeah. They had like big leaguers on Hillsborough Little League. Didn't yeah, they? really good. They were just rich and it made you not like them. We never, saw- out, we never found out about the, the, the team from Sandlot. They probably had some big leaguers too. That's true, but they got fucking whooped. Oh, that other I- team. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, but you have yeah, the given, trash talk. Oh. The oh, trash sure. talks plus. Have you guys oh. seen Yeah Yeah now? Like what he looks like? I think. I mean, I I've feel seen like it. Reports of all. You know when you scroll down on like uh, an article and there's a bunch of weird ads. I feel yeah. like he popped up on like one of those. <laughs> ads. Like, see what they look like now. And you're like, I want to click this, but I shouldn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we get hacked. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna see my look. He's jacked. 
He's fucking huge. Really? I think he's like a firefighter or something like that. Huh. But he's huge. Shout out. But yeah, and also I think what's cool now that I think I, I mean I really didn't think of this till now, but you know, everybody wanted to be Benny the Jet, right? Mm-hmm. But Benny the Jet also wasn't the main character. So that's kind of an interesting perspective. And right. he was like the best dude. Best player. You no, know? yeah. so it was like you're the man, but you're also a good dude. And you know, you defeat the beast and then you own up to it. You know, it's just like, yeah, that role model right. of the century. Yeah, he had a good head on his shoulders, man. 100%. Um, good lettuce, too. Right. Really good. Probably got gonna... a lot of women. <laughs> He's in the big leagues in LA. So yeah. I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to hold out. I went Sandlot too for a lot of the reasons Colin talked about. Love the crossover. I'm pretty sure the black kid from the Sandlot also then made it to the Mighty Ducks franchise. So I love that. I love that. Um, Athletic. You know, he's coming to two sport Maybe athlete an kid least. moving around, you know, right. like Northeast. Two of like the least likely of of sports that he would play too. Honestly, yeah, if you're true. just looking at it from that's that perspective. He's, I, I mean, honestly, he's a trailblazer to be honest. And mm-hmm. uh, we, we don't talk about it enough, but um, yeah, no suspense here. All the things Colin said and some, it's just, you know, the, the feelings that you get watching the movie and look is, is some of it just what it has become. And that nostalgia pound for pound. Is it the best movie or the best baseball movie? Like we said, it's all someone's opinion, but for us, it just reminds you of a time that you might not be able to directly connect with, but you can connect with it because it's like a version of it, right? Like instead of going to the fair, maybe there was like a carnival you went to with your buddies, or maybe it was the equivalent of you're on your travel ball team, like a young travel ball team, and you got to go somewhere, you know, like when the parents went to dinner and you guys got to do like go to the movies or whatever the case is. And we all did something similar to that. And then you have the kind of the coming of age with, uh, you know, making out with the lifeguard and things like that. Cause they're at that weird age where they're like, I'm starting to like, you know, I like girls now, you know, like I'm ready to go. And, um, I think, I think that's all part of it too. It's just super relatable. And so many people, regardless of whether you play, like you didn't even have to play in high school to find that movie relatable. That's what I think is the best thing about it and why it resonates with so many people. Yeah. And it wasn't just a baseball timeline, you know, like, so it's like I said, my girlfriend's roommate could watch it and enjoy it or, you know. Yeah. I mean, even, even about, uh, even about, and I can't believe I can't remember the, the main character's name right now, but uh, Smalls. Smalls, Smalls, even like the fact that like his, like the stepdad aspect of it, like a lot yeah. of people can relate to stuff like that, you know, the real yeah. life stuff and trying to, you know, trying to balance all that while making new friends. Like, I don't know, a lot of people have moved, you know, and whether, you, whether you've moved or not, a lot you, you nobody goes from kindergarten through high school we've all moved to you know gone to a new school and you're the new kid on the block so i think all those things kind of help push it up everybody's uh list and why it would probably be number one on a lot of a lot of people's list so i think another reason why it's relatable too is smalls is kind of a fucking dork like he has the director set yeah he's a huge dork so like it's cool that he's the protagonist, you know. It's yeah. given some in a time where the nerd, like when movies were being made, the nerds were getting wedgies and yeah. swirlies and yeah. noogies, and like Smalls is the man. 
He's the well, man. and you see his, his his kind of trajectory. You know, he's coming home with the puke on his T-shirt, and he steals the ball, and you know, starts right. from when he when he's wearing that damn fish hat with the big old bill, <laughs> and Benny's like, "Hey, uh, why don't you throw that in the fire?" He's, <laughs> yeah. he's my old sweaty one. That's way cooler. You know, the sick hat too. That Dodger hat. Badass. Badass. Just back pocket. <laughs> yeah, Benny he just keeps on just it all keeps day. his. <laughs> <laughs> it's got butt sweat like all over it. <laughs> He's gonna get pink eye. Yeah, you never know when this might need to get used. Yeah. yeah. Oh uh, man. <laughs> My number uh, one is Major League. Uh mm-hmm. I, I watched it at probably way too young of an age. But when my we go back to my criteria, it's the cast, and I mean you got the all state guy. <laughs> That's a different as a Dominican, wants to sacrifice the chicken, carries the bat around the bases in, like, the biggest game of the year. We talk about the rules, right. the unwritten rules. Like, that is – someone needs to do that. Juan Soto almost did it in the World Series. I he feel like Tatis would definitely base. do that. Like, you're tired of me bat flipping. I'm just not going to put it down at all. Ever, ever. Uh, announcer – Carrying his nuts up and down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I do that like once a week. Like if I get a big lift in, it's like a PR lift or right. I'm running around doing the nut drag. Max day. Max day. Hundred percent. I mean, that's a go-to. That's a staple in the celebration game. The there's there's the Michael Jordan jump punch, and then there's right. the nut carry. Right. Or the tiger like tiger fist, fist pump. pump. Yeah. Yeah, that one's really or good. Or you just but, combine I mean, all three if you're really feeling it. The, the <laughs> big balls like, com- combine it all. I mean the the big balls though, that, that works in any like, you make a shot in beer pong. Like yeah. you make a, a right. any yeah. anything good, you just you let your nuts down. Right. I, I honestly when you guys, you know, go back to the office, I I encourage you, you know, you close a big sale. You impress a, a new client, <laughs> run around the office with a little nut carry. Right. Is, just is a that, little one. Just a little is one. that accept like obviously baseball can, is not the workplace. Is that acceptable in the workplace to just carry your nuts around like that? I'm thinking like a wolf of Wall Street uh environment. I, that is not I, where okay. we're at. So drugs and sex <laughs> in the office. Yeah. You guys got a couple more Phyllises in that office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not leaving. Um, and then like announcer is a big one. They have by far the best announcer of any baseball movie. Mm Um, yeah. uh, Bob Euchre, you have the fan dialogue too, where the guy's like, ah, it's too high. It's too high. Like too, too high. Who gives a shit? It's gone. Like, (laughs) What what are you talking about? Like they have another good villain too. the Yankees guy that wins the triple crown. And they're just like, uh they they strike him out at the end and you got jake taylor that's just so hung up over his ex chick and the guy just like <laughs> can't even walk <laughs> yeah, his knees are all just fucked <laughs> the one dude who can't put his face down into a ground ball isn't that what's his oh, name dorn dorn i dorn. took one of these in the into the big leagues and he can't stick his face in the ball right <laughs> all these movies all these i will say all these movies Probably besides Sandlot, because in Sandlot, only one person made it. All these movies made us feel like, dude, we can all go to the big leagues. Like, it's not that tough. <laughs> like, this guy right. can't build a ground ball. Like, I, I can do that right now, and I'm seven. <laughs> Especially, like, after all of us are – you're still playing, Colin, obviously. But, like, all of us played 
it's really kind of like that. Like you're going to have, you have teammates that are afraid like that. Like you have, you have a manager. (laughs) Hey, like, how would you like to manage the Indians this year? (laughs) I don't know. You know, you've had managers like or coaches like that before that are just like, I work at a tire world. Like, (laughs) so it's, it is, you're exactly right. Like it did make us feel like, Oh yeah, we, I guess this is really what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Super relatable. Damn. Wow. We did work there. I just thought of this Mr. Baseball. Mm. When he when, I, uh, Tom Selleck goes to Japan and, and it's like, uh, it's customary. It, it, it's, he plays for the Yankees and he gets like traded to Japan somehow. <laughs> and he, he's just like this big, bad Tom Selleck with the mustache and he's over there and it's like customary, you know, he's used to American baseball when someone hits you, like they want beef and you, and in Japan, you know, when they hit you, they bow to you. And it's like, in the end of the movie, a guy hits him and Tom Selleck bows to him and the pitcher doesn't bow to him. He's like, fucking bow, bow. And the guy doesn't bow and, you know, they clear. It was just, it's such a, it gives you kind of both. I'm, neither of you have seen that no. movie? I don't think I've ever seen Mr. Mr. Baseball. Mr. Baseball's off bad. the chart. That's bad. The audience is going to fucking kill me. Yeah. What, what about, really, um, really are, good. We, are we going to get in trouble for, for No Field of Dreams? Yeah, dude. I, honestly, I've good movie, but boring, bro. Like, what the? F- I feel like they were on psychedelics when they <laughs> when well, they if made you hear it. someone speaking to you and you don't know where it's coming from. Typically, you are. It's like I've it's heard. So <laughs> there's a lot of different so... voices. It wasn't telling me to build anything though. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like the guy's just fucking drugged out the whole time. Right. Good movie. Or like good, you know, but it's so long and boring. Right. I thought I was about to put on betonline.ag that uh, Orlando was going to say basketball. Oh, 100%. It was basketball and bench warmers. I was like, those are going to be in his top five. (laughs) I mean, basketball, it can't be. It's a basketball movie. It's number one. You always see that debated. If anybody were to write like a blog for Bleacher Report and say, is basketball a movie? you know, a case report or a case study, it'd be by Orlando Razo. You'd be the person who would decipher. <laughs> I would, that would be a long article. Like I would go through that. Put it on scene by scene. You yeah. Know. It's like that. Always funny where yeah, he follow it up. Follow graph. us on Twitter. <laughs> or like Silicon Valley. We swap it. Like, uh, <laughs> it was just like the pros and the cons. Underscore. Like, what is it? Orlando underscore long ball pod. Longball underscore pod. Longball underscore pod. We're going to put it on the poll. Is basketball a baseball movie? Yeah. No, I think that's interesting. I'd be surprised how many people have actually seen the movie. It's think, kind of a cult classic. Yeah. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, like it, it takes, like, I'm trying to think of, like, a comparison. Like, would not fly today either. You can say that about a lot of movies. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's Dude, true. I was, uh, Every time I watch The Office and like the things Michael Scott got away with, I'm like, yeah, I can't believe it's oh. on TV. Uh, you know what? I'm not putting it, but just honorable mention. And obviously we have to talk about it. Shout out, you know, RIP Chadwick, oh, yeah. 42, 42. Yeah, 42. 42. The only reason why I, did, I liked 42, I didn't mind it, but the the quality of baseball, like, yeah. Mike Winchell's not a baseball player. No, I think he plays no. Pee Wee Reese. Yeah, no, he also. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. go back to Tokyo but Drift. Obviously, more than a baseball movie. <laughs> right. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. What about um, 
What about trouble with the curve? What are we doing with that? I like trouble with the curve. <laughs> I think it's so dumb that it's funny where it's like you got the guy that looks like Rowdy Telez on the Blue Jays. <laughs> and he's just screaming, like just calling this guy Bacon Boy. <laughs> I, I, I like trouble with the curve. And the guy, the left-handed pitcher where they're just like, hey, the guy selling peanuts and he just comes and throws a bullpen in tennis yeah. shoes. Oh, man. What did you yeah. think? What did you think, Colin? Well, I actually have a confession. I put this on Twitter earlier, but my mom and I, it was my freshman year of college, and we thought we were going to see Trouble with the Curve. You know, we were like, oh, we're going to see that that baseball movie. And uh, we bought tickets to Pitch Perfect. And so movie. it is a great movie separately. Well, but like, I didn't know what Pitch Perfect was. I thought I was going right. to see the baseball movie. But I was <laughs> like, oh, Pitch Perfect. And dude, imagine my like, I'm looking at my mom when they're talking about the girl's baloney nipples, like <laughs> at orientation, they're like, oh, she's got baloney nipples. She can't make the team. And I'm like, there's no way that. Yeah. At what point is that when you found out, hey, we're in the wrong theater? Yeah. And then loved it. And it's 10 times better than Trouble with the Curve. But... <laughs> like where the fuck's Clint Eastwood? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't think Clint Eastwood wrote this script. Oh, oh my man. God. That what, is, is is Fever Pitch a baseball movie, or is a rom com baseball movie? I think it. I think that's good. Like talk about like get your crowd. Like it's good for like that diehard fan who you know if you're talking right. relatable, you know the one that you know they live and die with their team, and you know their relationships are based around it, and you know. That's I like Jimmy Fallon. I, I would say it's a baseball movie. I do well, like Rotten Fever Tomatoes Pitch. has be best baseball movies, and they have Fever Pitch at 25. Huh. What, is, what, is, out of what does Rotten Tees have? Because Rotten Tomatoes, fuck they have, them. Wow. Honestly, fuck this, dude, I think Orlando wrote this Rotten Tomatoes uh, list. What do they have? Everybody wants some one? They have Sandlot at 30, and they yeah. have Fever Pitch at 25, which is absurd. That's... They have that's, the that's what I'm saying. Fuck them. They suck, dude. They have no sense of no touch. No, no, no sense of what humans actually like. It's like these yeah. dorks no that are yeah. I think their oh. high ratings are reliable, but if something has a low rating, it's a toss-up. Yeah, I, I would I, I agree with that. I mean, they have, and like I said, you know, R.I.P. Chadwick, but they have Chad, they have um it was like a Jackie Robinson 16, story. 42 16, and they have a league of their own at 22 and they have the rookie at 14. I hate the rookie. I'm sorry. I'm not, I like yeah. the rookie. It's boring. they have everybody wants some at watch seven no old dude. You know, everybody wants oh, some did, at seven. Did you guys ever see sugar? No. Yeah. I heard that's really good. It is really My good. It is really good. Like I saw that. They have it at number six. What, what's have, the basis of that? Um, it's a it's a, basically a story of uh, a player from one of the Latin countries and like his past and like trying to get there, you know, mm -hmm. which we don't really see too much. It's usually the American side of it. Mm -hmm. So, um, so they yeah, should do a mainstream one about that. Like, yeah, that my mom's from cool. Panama. So like there was no way I wasn't going to be able to watch it. Like Pelotero's about like Sano and the no. other dude, they were both like 16 battling it out for number one and two in the Dominican. No, oh, that oh. sounds dope. Though. It's like a, it's a documentary, but it's crazy. Got it. They got really? Bull Durham one. Okay, I mean uh, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Moneyball two, the original Bad News Bears three, 
The Life and Times of Hank Greenberg at four. The fuck is that? I don't know. I think Wait, do we even mention Bad News Bears? We uh, haven't even talked. No. You don't like? Wait, have you seen the old one or the See, new That's one? my thing. Is is I saw it when I was a kid and it didn't yeah. pique my interest. So it, I have like a bad. I think the way it. we did it is great. Whatever speaks to you, we, you yeah. know. Whatever right. we did this the right way. This was genuine. This was not like a cookie cutter. Fucking all of us yeah. had sandlot. I cannot one. believe they have everybody wants them at seven. The natural. Did, nobody yeah, mentioned it. the natural, right? No. No. I think the natural is pretty good. I mean, the bench warmers is close to me too. Do they have the, the bench warmers in there? No shot. Yeah, no. that was no. that's kind of slapstick humor. But I, I was pretty close to having the bench warmers in there. Just that's what I. Oh no, I'm they have the natural me. at eight at eighteen. Huh. The natural is a good, good baseball movie, and it's uh, Robert Redford. He's like famous, you know, director right. and starred in his own movie and. Okay, so they, it seems like they, I don't know how they have the Sandlot at 30. Yeah, like Rotten Tomatoes, man. The only, the only thing like I will say. Like pure like, like movie structure and cinematography. And, right. Have you guys uh, yeah. ever heard of the Special Bingo effects. Long, the <laughs> Bingo Long Traveling All-Stars and Motor Kings? Have you heard of that? That's a movie? Yeah, it's number 15. It's a, based on a novel about the segregated South of 1939. Mm. And it's got like Billy D. Williams, James Earl Jones, Richard Pryor. I so wonder I'm, if it's about who is the catcher that played in the Negro Leagues? That was sick. Josh Gibson. Oh, Josh yeah. Gibson. I, if, I don't know, but I'm definitely going to watch that. Have you they guys seen me. footage of that guy, Josh Gibson? By the way? <clears throat> no. There's not like much known footage, but he would be huge today. Monster. Like he was so much bigger than everyone. Like right. in that time. And in this time, he would be like bigger than everyone still. So I can't even imagine like how much of an imposing figure that guy was right. when everyone was five one. Oh, another one I want to see that I saw on a list when I looked earlier was the battered bastards of baseball about that indie ball team that just smoked all these minor league teams, and so they uh, they're like in Seattle. Whoa, I've never even I heard of like the original Emeralds or whatever, like forget but it's, uh, it's supposed to be a really good documentary yeah there it was just like this indie ball team and they smoked people and they drew huge crowds and they were wow sick. yeah and that mean, would be fun yeah at, tw- at 27 they have Cobb, made in 1994 starring tommy lee yeah. jones with his tommy lee Men in Tommy Black Lee Jones guy. played uh, Ty Cobb. At 26, they have Million Dollar Arm starring John Hamm. I don't know. I never it's even watched Disney that one. Movie. It's a Disney one. Yeah, yeah that's a, I forgot who the Million Dollar Arm is, but he's pretty good, I think. Did he make it to, is it based on a true story? Yeah. Yeah, it was like this tryout, these tryouts in India. That's what I thought, but did he play in the big leagues? I've never heard of an Indian. I don't know. I I, I kind of want to watch that movie. Uh, anytime a movie takes place in India, it's just a soft spot up. in my heart. Yeah, because I love Slumdog Millionaire. That's like a top five overall movie for me. Right. So um, I, I'll probably end up watching it. What about, uh, what was that Disney movie like? So-and-so's Big Cookout? Do Drop Tanks? Yeah, I don't remember. I do know what exactly what you're talking about. But the guy He's does. He's hot dogs and going to culinary school and then you know, just has to decide between food and baseball. 
Sorry, Eddie's uh, million dollar cook off. Eddie's that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Great movie. Great movie. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed um but also like I was very close to putting hardball in. Like hardball, I think I had the most trouble. I had more trouble with that than Sandlot. Like we go to relate a bit. You can't obviously relate to what these kids are going to going through, but the fact that Keanu Reeves is yeah. just like gambling his ass off <laughs> in the background too, where he's so just I like the fucking bulls, like God damn right. it, like that. That part's relatable too. Right. Not getting his legs broken and like beat up yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah, um, yeah, I love uh, Bet Online. <laughs> yeah, shout out BetOnline.ag, the best, best in the business. Oh, Keanu. We got anything else, boys? I think that's it, man. Great episode. This is fun. Yeah, this yeah. was a great time. Um, Colin, thanks for joining, my man. Yeah, thanks for having me. I don't know me. if I follow I don't know if we follow each other on Twitter. I'm gonna check right now. Sounds pretty disrespectful. Yeah. On your on your part, I would say. Speaking of baseball, how about Robbie Cano? Dude. Dude. I know. Forfeits a twenty-four million dollar salary. What a fucking idiot. Honestly, I'm not surprised. That guy is so abnormally huge and he doesn't busted. And then he was like kind of down and then just went crazy this year. He was in 400 for a while. That's absurd. Well, well, okay. So, I mean, does this, and they were talking about what do they do with the Mets or what did they, what do they do with Robinson Cano when he gets back? And it's like, doesn't this kind of help? I mean, he's not a young buck. No, Couldn't he like, come back and be like, "Hey, like whenever, whenever it's over," and be like, "I'm actually super fresh, so let's let's just get it." Right? I don't like know. technically, I think that's gonna be interesting. They're under new ownership. I'm sure he's gonna want to usher in like a mm. positive start to his tenure. It but, does. I was reading this tweet. He took Stanazol, or that's what he tested positive for, which is like an insanely detectable drug. And so people are like, "There's no way someone who's been popped before." was taking, you know, especially a guy with the resources he probably has mm-hmm. is taking something that detectable. Are you saying that there could be a potential, like someone was drugging him? He could have been uh, like, this could, that could be huge. COVID, COVID false positive, false positive. It says, yeah. poor, it says poor kids take that like as a steroid, not billionaires. So what kids are like the Dominican that are like, yo, I'm trying to like get that get or just like Joe Schmo at 24 hour <clears throat> or, ju- or Juco Ohlone. guys. Yeah. Ohlone college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out or Chabot. Shout out Chabot. Chabot. Yeah. Sponsored <laughs> by muscle milk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> damn. Yeah. I, I'm not surprised though at all. Like that guy is fu- like I said, he's fucking huge. Like I played with him for a series. It's nothing like he looks on TV. It's all it. It looks like steroids. His it lower half like- is one of the larger things I've ever seen. Hey, he 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 still won the home run derby with his dad pitching to him. Yeah, America's still good story. Dude, I don't care. A lovable guy, like you right. know, he gets a pass. He gets a pass. Put him in. The, put him in the hall. <laughs> put, put him in the hall, hall of fame. No, oh, I was we'll, accused. We'll talk about our... that next week. We'll talk about that next week. The hall. We got to talk about the hall next. Oh week. yeah, we will talk about the hall. Great- I was accused. Of on our Twitter account of of because I took a picture with Robbie, everyone's saying now that I took steroids as well. I just want to clear that up. I didn't. I did not take steroids. I have never taken steroids. We took a picture together. We might have shared a meal. Um, but there was 
actually a funny story. Funny that you say that. There was some segregation going on in our uh, locker room in the minor in Everett. So it was the position players in one um, mm-hmm. locker room. We had, there was two different locker rooms. I thought, when you used seg- segregation, I thought you were going in another direction, but proceed. No, 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 no. Is it? Yeah, it's position players and pitchers <laughs> separated. Okay. Um, yeah. So it was that going on. So I didn't take steroids. I just want to clear that up for the audience. Thank you. It's really important. Mm-hmm. Clear Appreciate your name, it. man. Yeah. Well, been a pleasure. This was, this was very fun. This yes. was very fun. Thanks follow everybody for listening. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. If we missed any movies or if we disrespected your favorite movie, let us know because we're here for all the smoke. 100%. At Orazo. At the underscore Styles Files, Styles with an I. Colin. Uh, you know, I'll let you guys plug yourselves. I'll stay out of it. At is it still Colin Yosoy has Colin? more followers than us anyway? So uh, he's I'm, at, I'm at Colin Thoreau on Twitter. I'm Yosoy on on Instagram. Okay, okay, maybe we should go back to Yosoy. I know. I'm, I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about it. I feel like that's just too. That's professional. You already got your followers now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You already have kind of a, a cult of fans. I mean, so. but if you want the blue check, if you want the the verification, you can't go Yosoy. No, I mean, I can for, for like the handle. I, I'll still have, you know, my, my name on there. Ah, I see. You know? I think, okay. You know? Respectable. I got, I got to check on the gram with the Yosoy. Oh, okay. We're good. Okay. Hey. Well, I feel like the gram is a little, um, I've seen more checks on the gram that I've yeah, seen on the way Twitter. The way I look at it, the gram is a little bit more like. Influencer-esque. Yeah, yeah. And like Twitter, I'm like, I don't, I got to earn the check. Like, yeah. With, the things I said, you know, yeah, I, have, pay your I dues, actually have to man. back it up on Twitter. I've heard that Instagram is basically that you are verified once. Once you can get verified, once it's like known that, hey, I want to prove that I'm myself, that nobody else wants to be me. That's it. But I think there's more than that on Twitter. It's like right. I am I am calling. I am a minor league baseball player. Someone could make a fake account of me. Therefore, I need to be verified. Right. Twitter is like, that's not enough. Like that's not it. That's I, not it. Honestly, it was like my first year of instructs. Word got around that hey, you just email this dude from MLB and give him your handle, and he takes care of it. I think we had this conversation the first time you oh, really? you were on. Yeah, and I was just well, like, yeah. oh. I was playing with guys in the fucking AZL, and they were getting verified. And I'm like, dude, are you guys serious? Like, well, oh, that was me. We're playing. Did you really? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Not right away. Like right after you got drafted, you got yeah, verified. My first uh, off season, or like yeah, my off first season. Play. Yeah, yeah. Not not as I got drafted. People no. were doing it like right after they got drafted, like no, no, no. like first few meetings. I'm like, guys, mm-hmm. like let's get some innings under our belt. Let's let's win yeah. some ball games. <laughs> oh no, you got to strike ball together. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, I didn't. Yeah, I wasn't that early. But, dude, you know what's funny is I remember, uh, you know, all, all the dudes I played with and we all kind of emailed at the same time. They were all drafted way before me and they got their verification like that. And I'm like, damn, dude. I was waking up every morning looking at my Instagram for that check, <laughs> like rolling over and then just like going back to sleep with a pouty face <laughs> like yeah. just thinking of like going to bed thinking about it. So did he even out. respond to you or it just you just got it? I don't remember, but yeah, I remember it was like five or six days later, it finally hit and it was just like, 
Wow. I did. I, I was doing this around my. Oh, I would too. All three. Perfect, the combo. Perfect time. Yeah. Perfect time yeah. for that celebration. All right. Yeah. Well, until next time, until next week, thank you everybody for listening and be sure to tell your friends about us. Peace. Thank you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.